Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Juice in the Morning. I am your host, Justin Juice Kelly, and next to me with the Wooden Bear Brewing t-shirt, <laughs> Shane Jones. How are you doing today, man? Good, dude. A little sleepy. Yeah, you weren't uh, able to go to the gas station this morning? No, I forgot my wallet. Um, that's, you know. a rough, that's a rough time. Yeah, it, I was pretty upset about <laughs> Especially it. Especially when I think you planned for that like was, energy boost. I was looking forward to it so hard. <laughs> but instead, I uh, witnessed... A robbery. <laughs> uh, yeah, explain it a little bit to me. I know we talked about it before we started, but just tell me how it started, how you noticed. Okay, so I walked up to the gas station. Um, there was a car parked, 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 parked uh, horizontally <laughs> in the parking spaces in the front. Like, yeah. quick getaway. I was like, this is kind of weird. So I watched the lady get out. She grabbed water and put it in her car from the, you know how they put the water outside? <laughs> Well, she put it in her car and I'm like, and then she started walking inside. I what had, water was outside? Like the like cases? Bottled water. Yeah. Cases. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so she grabs that, puts it in her car. I open the door for her, let her in. Like she didn't say thank you or anything. I'm like, well, it's kind well of, she's on a mission. So. Like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then she, uh, you know, I go get my drink that I can't pay for. And <laughs> I'm walking back and I see her putting a case of Budweiser like the smaller cases yeah. in a bag little and, 12 pack. and doing it real fast and like looking around as she's doing like typical, like, you know, I'm like at this point I'm like, she's stealing this. <laughs> so me being worried that, you know, she's like not stealing it. And then as soon as I say something, she's going to be like, I'm not, I'm paying for this. I don't know. So I was like, <laughs> okay. So, and then you she didn't want to be called out for calling her out. Exactly. And be wrong. And then she <laughs> didn't want to end up on a viral video. No. And be like this motherfucker. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so she, uh, walks out and that you have that little window where you're like, okay, she's walking out. Now I know she's stealing it. Now I can do something. Did like, I mean, there was like a, a two second window. Right. So it's like the beer was right by the door. I was like, okay. So all I did was I go, Hey, and told the speed, the speedway lady just walked right by her. Right. It was just not paying attention. And I was just like, hey, that lady just stole water and a case of beer. Mm -hmm. And she like ran to the door and then she's like, I can't go out there. And then she was like trying to explain to me why she can't go out there. I'm like, you don't have to tell me anything. Like, I I get it. Yeah. I was like, beer and water is not worth anything. At least she's trying to stay hydrated too. (laughs) I guess. That was kind of a random. (laughs) She's trying to avoid a hangover. I hope she gets cancer from the the sun hitting the water while it's sitting outside (laughs) and melting the plastic. And then she drinks it all. (laughs) No, no, even though you just told me that. That you <laughs> might have partaken in it. I just don't like thieves. Well, people, I, but I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a, a funny story that's different than what I was talking to you about before, which is there was a giant line one time and I had two energy drinks and this line was like you literally by 15 people and I'm standing in line, standing in line. And then I'm on, I'm on a lunch break for work and yeah. I'm like, I gotta get back. I gotta get back. This is like, this so is, you I can't set the drinks down and you walked out. <laughs> nope. I just was like, turned around and walked right out the door. Yeah. I mean, um, I can't tell you that there's not been times where I've just been like, you know, I could just walk out with this right now. Right. But I think a lot of the times it's happened for me is out of just convenience because, because yeah. I told the story a long time ago on the podcast and it's like one of the classic stories of hanging out with like Brian Titus and them <laughs> back in the day, you oh, know, yeah. I was like 17, 18 years old oh. and we stole guitar hero yeah. from Walmart and rock band. Yeah. And rock band, <laughs> <laughs> like two different times. I mean, I totally get at the end of the day that that affects no one. Right. They're a huge company and they, you know, have right. plenty of money to pay for whatever. But my thing is, you've got your morals. 
not even, I mean, it's mostly just my dad beat it into my brain that, that like, there's nothing worse than a thief. But I think he meant more along the lines of people that do you wrong in right. terms of your things and, and take, taking from, your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to that kind of stuff. Right. But for whatever reason, as a kid, I just like really stuck with you. And I was like, man, I, I so, but I, yeah, I'd be, and the, the, I have that funny, I don't know if I might've told this on the podcast before, but I went to the mall one day with a bunch of people on a half day and they basically were like, <laughs> through the glasses, yeah, threw the glasses at me and walked away. Okay. I have told this. Yeah. But it's hilarious. Cause they threw them at you and you just, and let, I just them hit like, the let them hit me and walk away because I didn't know we were going to the mall to steal a bunch of stuff. I was like, Oh, okay. Like, you, you know, weren't in on the, you weren't in on the, plan. no, I was like, and then when they told me, I was like, okay, I'll go, but I'm not stealing anything. Yeah. And then I got to the door and the buzzer went off and he threw the glasses at me, hits me in the side. And I just like, walk away and then some guy came and snatched him up speaking of uh you wanting to have that lady get cancer from her water bottles <laughs> um i actually went to the doctor and i don't have cancer Good. like i was telling you about which which like it's a uh double-edged sword her telling me that i'm in really good health because then i just want to go back to smoking and drinking and doing whatever uh, i want yeah. anyways Cause, well, cause she, i she, would take the you're in really good health with a grain of salt yeah. she doesn't know the that's true extent of your health she that's just true. knows the overall well she felt she felt the lymph nodes she said no no worry there she was like and i did tell her like as soon as i stopped smoking because i haven't smoked in a little over a week um before that it had been like two weeks before that so like i smoked for one day on a saturday yeah and um <clears throat> like all of like the uncomfortableness in my body was like pretty much gone so like i've i've attributed it to smoking and drinking a lot of caffeine i can oh, yeah. i can cut out the smoking period like pretty easily except for like when i go out and then i but caffeine i can't cut out i have super hard time cutting that out because it's I'm just same. Yeah. it's one of those things that like i think that you know your body does get like little addictions to things and like mm -hmm. maybe even major addictions to things because when there are days that i don't have any caffeine at all i know that i feel like out of it like, yeah. and I know my body is it like, might even be you telling yourself that you're out of it when you could probably just like there's been days where I forgot to drink coffee or right. have caffeine and then been acting completely fine right. and then remembered that I hadn't had coffee or yeah. and then I'm like your oh, body like alerted you now. to it yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't yesterday was a weird day because we didn't really like we went out, we went to the Jason Mraz concert on Friday and we had like a couple of those big giant beers that they sell at the concerts that are like what 24 ounces or something oh, like that for $24 was like pretty much no they're $12 yeah. which is ridiculous um but I had a couple of those and then I had a uh, vodka and tonic mm. and like that was all I had for the whole concert. Impressive. Um, I can't go to a concert without getting blackout drunk. <laughs> and so, but we came home after the concert, hung out and ate some Taco Bell and then like went to bed and it was probably like one, one thirty. Yeah. And so we woke up um, Saturday morning because <clears throat> I had scheduled a test drive of a couple trucks because I'm wanting to get a new vehicle and um, there was a couple in my price range that the guy was like, oh yeah, we can definitely get where you want on the price or whatever they didn't get to where i wanted on the price either mm. by the way because uh that's how they get you yeah they're like we can do well, that and, but what if we just do a little more well that's what that's what drives me nuts is because okay let me continue my story about how we felt yesterday and then i'll talk about the car stuff uh but yesterday like so we got up we went and did that but it was like rainy all day and i was like just irritable all day like i just like was mad all day and i don't know what i was mad about like i didn't have really any reason to be but i was just like anything that Jen said was driving me nuts. Like she was like, and she started like getting on money and stuff like that. And I was like, 
don't even just let's not talk about this right now. Yeah. Like we were on our way to the Colts game, like or on our way home from the Colts game. I was like, we just had a good time. Yeah. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but like everything was annoying. And then finally we got home and then I was like, perfect. So I don't know if it's just the fact that I've just been go, go, go all week. Yeah. Or if there was actually something like internally, or if it was yeah. just literally that my mind was like done and wanted to be home chilling watching tv or just relaxing on the couch we kind of talked about that over text yesterday and it's one of those things where i feel like if you're constantly using your brain or constantly having some kind of thing to do all day long you don't have that like little grace period of being able to chill for me i know that sounds like you know most people like like no you gotta work hard and blah blah. like i need time to like decompress unwind a little bit and like reflect on on what's going on and I can't just do the thing where I'm all business all the time, you know, like from the time that I open my eyes to the time I close them, it's like, and that's how my life's been recently. And it sounds kind of like how yours has been recently. Yeah. Work we've been, you know, doing, I've been doing 12, 13, 14 hour days. And then like, what's funny is, is you'll like get off work and I'll be like, okay, I've got plans. Like, you know, I've gone to the gym at least three times last week, which I was impressed that I even managed to do that with 12 and 13 hour days. But like the days that I didn't go to the gym and even the days that I went to the gym, I would get home, eat like something really quick. And then we'd like turn the TV on and I'd be asleep in like 13 minutes. That's the thing. Like I was telling you also is like, by the time I get home from, I go to school for, like I said, six hours and I go to work for six or seven hours. Mm-hmm. By the time I get home, it's eight thirty, nine o'clock. By the time I get June fed, yeah, you know, I mean, obviously I have some help with that kind of stuff, yeah. but once I get, you know, bath fed and get her like calmed down and ready to go right. to sleep because she's never wants she to go to sleep. Nut. And by the time it's like 10 o'clock yeah. and I'm like, exhausted and like what you said just falling asleep so it's which just, is which is funny because i feel like before we'd use that time of like an hour or two to like just kind of like oh, i'm just gonna like you know scroll through my phone or like pay attention to the tv like but it turns your brain off i feel like for a minute yeah those two hours are like a necessity yeah. I'm, I'm starting to realize that those are like because when you go straight to sleep and wake up and do it all over again you feel like like for me everything was running together like the whole week was like was this like Tuesday or was this Monday? Yeah. I have no idea what day it was when we did this. Yeah. And for me, I, I enjoy sleeping in and, um, it's like technically today I, I somewhat slept in. I got yeah. up at like nine Yeah, and, but every week, every day this week I've got up at five 30, yeah. five 30 and then five 30, like, you know, five days in a row, even on Saturday, I did the same thing and worked right. almost a 12 hour day. Mm-hmm. So it's just been like, it's just been crazy. Yeah. That's, that's like, we are, our, our hours changed to where I work and we just, <clears throat> we started open earlier. So I like, I'm up at four, I'm up at about four forty five and shower. And then I'm, I'm in work by six or six fifteen, And yeah. then I'm just starting from there and it's like nonstop until 5 36 o'clock that night usually yeah but um <clears throat> off of the work stuff back to the uh, vehicle stuff so yes cars salesmen i understand it's their job but it's funny to me that every time i've gone because what i told them was i want this the price of this vehicle to be um low enough that i can get i think i want i think i set my limit as 400 dollars a month for a payment and I don't want it to be more than five or six years of a loan because now dude, they're selling people cars for like 82 month loans. That's insane. Which is like, cause that's what the first thing he came to me with was, yeah, I can sell you this, uh, 
it was a Chevy 1500. It had some nice wheels and tires. And I ended ultimately, I like the first thing that turned me off was they showed me the Carfax and it was a rental. So it was like leased or it was sold brand new to a, a car rental company, which I've heard don't ever buy vehicles that have been a, a rental because people drive the shit out of those yeah. when they're in the rental fleet. Cause when you get a rental car, you're not yeah. going to just drive. Like, you're not worried about you're it. You're just going to drive, like drive yeah. it into a wall if you want, because you're not that worried about, <laughs> about it. that, but <laughs> I'd be like, definitely like revving the yeah. engine and going real people fast. Are nice and, to those cars. Yeah. So that turned me off about that. But like, I was like, the first offer they brought to me was like, well, it's going to be about four seventy five a month and we're going to do like an 82 month loan. And I was like, no, like this is not what I told you at all. I told you exactly what yeah. I wanted. This is not what I can do. And so then, you know, either way I was going to say no to that car anyways. But then I had, I'd been on my auto trader app and there was a Nissan Titan, which oh, I really do like the V8. Yeah. Those are neat. And, yeah. um, I, uh, <clears throat> drove up to Fisher's and test drove that loved it. And yeah. it was, and it was like $5,000 cheaper than the other car. So I was like, I bet I'm going to walk away with this car because it's $5,000 cheaper than the other vehicle. You know, it's, it got less miles. It's got a lot more features. It's like a lot nicer than the other one that I was looking at. It is a Nissan. So it's not necessarily GM, but I don't really, I'm not like tied to a brand with that. Yeah. And, um, same thing. The guy came to me and he was like $475 a month and for like 78 months or something like that. And I was like, I can't do that, man. I told you exactly what my limits were and we actually want to be under $400 a month preferably. Yeah. And I know that I'm coming from not a good bargaining position because I'm, I'm too early in the buying process. Like we were planning on in the spring, like going and shopping for a new car, but I just saw these like posts and I was like, Oh, I'm going to go look at them. Yeah. So well, you're not really in a rush. So that makes it easier for you not to, to just like say bad no. decision. Yeah. But also it's just funny because like, you know, I told him, I was like, this is what I can do. And then he just kept saying like, well, so you can't get close to that number. And I was like, no. And he was like, really, you can't get closer? And I was like, no. And then like, I started, I said something to Jen, like, he's like, yeah, I don't think we can do this. And he was like, what? And I was like, what? And we had that like weird, awkward, like, yeah, he was trying to like, almost, I feel like he was trying to like bully me into taking this deal. And yeah. I was like, fuck you, dude. I'm getting out of here. You're yeah. a weirdo. Yeah. Go away. Uh, you're fucking devil tactics won't work on me. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then what's also funny is you always think that your car's worth more than it is. Yeah. Because I took my car for a trade-in. And like $1,000. <laughs> not even that. The oh the uh, the guy was like, so with the Cadillac, we're uh, just going <laughs> to, we're just going to have to call that like a wash because, because <laughs> we still have like two payments left on it. Yeah. And um, he was like, yeah, we're just going to call that a wash and, you know, we would take that, take that for you, but we just also pay it off for we'll you. Take your car for you. <laughs> but, but we'll just, we'll, he was like, basically he was like, we'll pay like five or $600 to pay it off and yeah. then not give you any money towards this car. Yeah. So I was like, fuck. Well, the thing is, what's funny about that is, is he said that, but then the other place was like, I told him, I was like, you know, I don't really want to do this deal. And he was like, well, what if we gave you like 1500 for the Cadillac? Like, what if we did that? And like, kind of got these numbers better. And I was like, still, I'm not right. I'm not going to do it. But yeah, but I was like, it's funny how they can, they can do whatever they want to do. So like, basically yeah. I told the guy as I left, I was like, 
if you can get it to what I said, I'll come back and sign the paperwork. But if you can't, then we're leaving. And I'm just waiting for them to call me next week because it's the end of the month and they really want to sell that car and it's probably still going to be sitting there. Yeah. And then they're going to call me. Oh, nice. So a, you're good at that. I would have, I'm not as uh well, we've, we've just gone through it with Jen and I both or not. I both because Jen, Jen's had two new cars since we've been together. I've only, we bought the Cadillac stupid choice because it was like a, $18,000 car and I think we bought it for 15000 or something like that with the trade-in of my old vehicle and then we got like a super high interest rate so like it's just dumb. It was stupid. We did a really bad job with that, but we've learned more every time yeah. to like tell them exactly what you want. Yeah. And if they can't meet it, just go somewhere else because somebody will meet it. Yeah. Well, that's what I kind of did with my, I was looking to buy, this was like two years ago because the car I have now, I just basically sold my car I had and then my, I bought the car from my mom. Yeah. So, and it had like super low miles. So I was like, be, I would be stupid to not do that. Right. But before that I got, you know, I had like $7,000 and I was like, Hey, this is exactly what I have. I have no more, no less, or no, I'm, yeah, yeah. I obviously have less, but I have no more than <laughs> yeah. this. What can you get me? And they kept trying to do that same shit. We're like, well, we have this one. It's like a, it's like 7,800. I'm like, I don't have that much money. Right. I kept and you were one to buy right out. You weren't yeah, one yeah. to do any kind of payments. No, I don't want payments because right. like, it's just, it's just added. It's added stress for real. <clears throat> and, and yeah, and I'm at the point, like once I get, uh, like when I'm graduating and get a job and all that stuff, then yeah, my, maybe I'll look into getting a payment. But as of right now, my car is stupid reliable and I have zero, I don't have any payments on my right. car. It's pretty great. Yeah. But, um, so I basically just told the guy like, Hey, this is what I got. And he kept trying to do that same shit. And then finally he went and did exactly what you said and went and talked to some guy in another room and then came back and he's like, all right, I think we can do it. And I'm like, okay. That's why I, <laughs> so I, I it, felt kind of badass. I and like, I understand yeah, like that's their job. Like that's yeah, like, yeah. that's their job to get as much out of everybody as they can. Like yeah. they're salespeople. That's why they do it. But yeah. still at the same time, you know, it's, it's funny because I think sales car salesman jobs have kind of turned into like bro jobs or like people that are oh, yeah. younger. Like I know there's some older people that do it that are probably really good, but I'm saying in as, as a whole, um, I feel like that it's a thing that it's not what it used to be, which I feel like people would be like celebrity rock stars if they were car salesmen cause they'd make a lot of money. Yeah. You can make and, a lot of money. And I feel like the way the internet is now because I looked up exactly the loan terms that I would want because I said I want 3% APR which I know is like a really low number and doesn't happen very often with car loans Yeah, but I was like I want 3% APR or lower. And I was like, and I want this, this, and this because I, and because we're educated buyers because of the internet now. So yeah. like I went in exactly, told them exactly what I wanted. And then now their job has changed from trying to sell me on the car to selling me on the, the terms and like the, yeah. what we're paying for the car. You know, I think what I'm going to do when I go to buy a car is I know a few people that sell cars mm -hmm. and I trust them to an extent. Right. So I think I'll go that route. I mean, obviously that's always I'll, a good move. Obviously I'll if get you some, know them, it's way better. I'll get some information on that. You know, the, the APRs and all that jazz that I, I don't really know shit about because I haven't had to ever really buy any cars yeah. except the one out front. Yeah. So, um, and I think I'll just do exactly that is like go find the person that I know and be like, Hey, can you hook me up? And this is the budget I have. This is what I want exactly, to do. Exactly. Um, but yeah, it's, it's funny. Cause like I said, I feel like, um, if you have ever seen like some of those older movies, like, um, I think it's the goods where they like are the working at a used car lot. And like, uh, I think we've talked about this yeah. show before or on the show before, but basically, um, our, I feel like his name's Ari. Oh from, yeah. 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 I know. But he's, the, he's the, one of the main characters. He's like a car salesman. And yeah. then, um, he's from, uh, 
what's that movie? The Spade. God, it's a card <laughs> movie or like uh, Ace um, Smoking Aces. Smoking Aces. And, yeah. But anyways, he. he he's in there and then Craig Robbins is like a DJ and he's like people are like suggesting songs and he's like don't fucking suggest any songs yeah. but anyways um, but yeah like in that like it's just kind of like a funny thing because he like can talk the pants off of anybody and stuff like that yeah. it's just I think that that is like gone now I think it's more it's not so much that way anymore yeah it does seem like a lot of people and I have no room to talk but it just seems like a lot of people I went to high school with or something like that that don't really they couldn't really like zero in on what they wanted to do well, yeah, and but it's almost like um, you know, but there's like always the very successful side of those people that oh, are yeah, like, yeah, sure. dude, I'm like rocking out and I'm, you know, selling blah blah blah. But then it's also to me the analogy is kind of like um, the girls that, and I I love everybody that does style hair and everything but there is people that I feel like this girl there were like multiple girls I knew growing up with that graduated high school went to college didn't do very well with that went and did like a um, Ivy Tech for like nursing didn't do well with that and then they finally landed on um uh, beauty school. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, and doing hair and makeup and things yeah, like that. Yeah. And like I said, not that that's a failure for people that are very good at it and are very professional. Yeah. But I feel like it's almost, and even the military is kind of like that. Like, same with like selling insurance. I yeah. Feel like, or doing some kind it's of like, it's a fallback or that like, can make you a, make like, a career for like you. Like a state farm guy. Yeah. Like, you weren't trying to be a State Farm guy. It's one of those things where like... And, you were trying to be a professional athlete. And I've actually had that option to where some my my buddy's sister makes like $120,000 a year as a car salesman. Yeah. And she was like, hey, you would be really good at this, blah, blah, blah. Come in. And then I basically had to tell her like, like I for a week was trying to decide, do I quit school? Because yeah. I wouldn't be able to do both. Right. Or do I go do this? And I was like, I thought to myself, do I want to be a car salesman for the rest of my life? Well, and the thing is, too, there is opportunities there because I think my my wife, one of her good friends, uh, her husband is like a sales manager at yeah, a place you can move and he up. like makes yeah, a ton of money exactly. doing what he's doing. But so. I don't think I would be happy doing that. Yeah. So like I totally get that you can make a shit ton of money doing it, but are you happy? Like, is that what you wanted to do with your life is sell cars? Yeah. And once again, we like anybody that's listening, we preface this with, if you really do like your career and you're into it and you love it and you're very good at it. Yeah. That doesn't mean that we're talking about you. Well, Nicole kind of talks sometimes <laughs> like she's a nurse and she talks about all the time how she would love to, to do, uh, do people's hair, be a, a stylist. Yeah. And like, I think she'd be really good at it mm-hmm. and I think she would really enjoy it. So like, it's one of those things like what, like you do what makes you happy right. over what I I just want to find the happy medium where I can get paid semi well yeah. and do something I love at the same time. I have, this just popped into my head because of us talking about do what you love and like kind of be you, <clears throat> the PTO unlimited podcast I was listening to just recently. And, um, one of the the hosts, Brett, brought up the fact that he is almost thirty years old, and he, and he was making fun of people for wearing graphic tees. Yeah, and um, so they got into an argument based off of. Uh, so when you get older, what do you? What if you? Were, I know you and I haven't been single in a long time, but if we were single, like what would your attire be if you went out? looking to like hang out with you know people go to the bar talk to girls things like that would you dress up or would you just kind of wear 
like what you're wearing right now, the wooden bear brewing t-shirt or like, well, how would you feel about going out? It depends on, uh, where we were going. I think I would for sure. Like if going out like to the bars, see that's, yeah, there's a lot of nuances and like variabilities. Oh, I I thought that was going to happen for a while. Just you can let it fall. It's fine. Um, I'll hang it up a little bit higher. Sorry, I'm I'm readjusting myself. (laughs) No, you've gotten comfortable over there. And once again, we are going to move the table. But no, like I've always been a funny t-shirt guy. So like a graphic t-shirt is something that I've like, I would be into. Yeah. And um, Alex, one of their co-hosts brought up the point that t-shirts kind of sometimes start conversations because somebody will say they'll see your star wars t-shirt and they'll be like oh yeah like i like star wars too or something like that and like same with my like back in the day like when i was single my like thing was i'd wear funny t-shirts and then people would like it would actually create conversation with people just because they would read it and think something was funny or think it was stupid or whatever yeah like one of my favorite shirts back in the day that i don't have anymore and i wish i did it said i love hot moms it had i heart hot moms like underneath it or whatever Mm -hmm. always made people laugh or made people uncomfortable and then like it started that conversation so that I would just be like drunk having a good time and like start talking to moms yeah (laughs) I don't I don't know. I'm I'm actually more about how a shirt fits than a, than what's than on, what it. It's on it. And I don't usually wear a lot of shirts with stuff on it. I usually wear like what's my uniform? Like a Carhartt shirt <laughs> with a pocket on it, yeah. dude. Like that's just what I'm comfortable in. It's a black and t-shirt. Plaid. Yeah, I like a lot. Of, I like a lot of. Plaid. There's a lot of plaid at the Mraz concert, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I can imagine a lot of a lot of hipsters. I got some girl at work the other day said. When I first met you, I thought you would you were a pretentious hipster, <laughs> and I was like, just because she didn't know me, and she's like, yeah. you're actually pretty cool. But um, by first, like the I just like first impression. You can't man. have a beard and not be a hipster. These it's days. dumb. Like yeah. like I can't put. And yours, you've grown it out. Like it's very full. It's a very full beard. Yeah, I've, mine I've, is not. I've like I always try to keep mine trimmed a little shorter. See, I wouldn't get a hipster vibe from the shorter, but it's just because as soon as you grow like a a, big a thicker beard, one, people are like you can't put it on a toboggan. Or a, or a beanie without being like, and, and half the toboggan has to be like folded over. Yeah, too. yeah. And it just is like I'm. I don't. It's more comfortable that I way. I don't classify myself as a hipster, but everybody else apparently does. Well, I have a lot. I have tattoos that but are kind also. Of, are you? I mean, are you into the stuff that's like hipster stuff? I don't feel like you are. No, I like I feel so. like you like. I mean, but that's actually what a good, do I like? A you good know what I'm point. Saying? Like I'm trying to like think of like music, and I know that you like um, some like. Uh, deeper cut rap stuff that like you're into that when you've played it for me, I like it, but like I have never really probably ever listened to it. I'm trying to remember what was the one that you played on the podcast like recent or a while back, but, um, I can't remember what it I was. I like lots of stuff, dude. I like- Mob Deep is what oh, you played. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, and I had never Sh- been a Mob Deep Sh- person. ones. Like I'd never, never listened to them. Yeah. Unless I, they were on somebody else's song. I like old school rap. I don't like, I don't know, man. I just don't like, I hate to, like, this is going to sound, sound totally hipster, <laughs> but I don't like to like put things in, you know, like. You don't want to be confined to one category. Yeah. I like lots of stuff. I yeah. like, I like to watch football. I like jujitsu. I like nerdy stuff. I like video games. I like all kinds of, I dabble. I do a I lot of I think that dabbling. that's why we're very similar because 
I was actually thinking about this um, on the way back from the Colts game. Like as I've gotten older, sports hasn't really mattered as much as it did when I was like 20. Yeah. Like I'm 31 now, but when I was 20, 21, I could name you players from all over the league. Which I've always thought is ridiculous. I could name like uh, the defenses that they ran, whether they ran a 3-4 or a 4-3. I think it's because we were playing a lot of Madden too at the time. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's one of those things where like now... I'm like talking to my little brother who's 16 and I'm like, who's that guy? Who's that guy? That was an awesome play. Who's that guy? Because I actually don't know who the entire roster of the Colts were. Yeah. I don't like to make, I don't want to make this about race, but I think it's hilarious that a bunch of like middle-aged white dudes love to know the names of a bunch of super athletic black guys. <laughs> is that just me? Or is there's, like, there's, there's like seeds of a stand-up comedy bit right there. Oh, for sure. Because it's hilarious. <laughs> I'm sure it's been done already. Because I see this like, you know, overweight white dude that's like super into fucking football. <laughs> and then he's just like... And like damn near in love with like the athleticism yeah. of this like twenty two year old <laughs> six foot four two hundred forty he, pound he's, black. He's kid. looking really good this year, guys. And, they, and then like when they explain him, it sounds a little gay. <laughs> <clears throat> like when they're like, "Have you seen the quads on that guy? I dude, mean, he looks like he I, could lift a truck." I saw him at practice the other day. He had his jersey up over his abs. Dude's got abs. <laughs> Dude's got abs. And he's like 300 pounds, man. I don't just, know how that's possible. Yeah, I'm like... Oh, dude, I've heard it a lot. And uh, not just to do a little shameless plug, we are doing... We're starting the uh, Fantasy Football uh, Podcast midweek this week, yeah, Wednesday. Pe- people are really excited about it. Yeah. I mean, I've... Polly's have... Sleepers is... Uh, they're, they're going nuts, and that's I can't I'm wait. Saying. Yeah. They're chomping at the bit to, like, talk some shit. I'm kind of like... I wish I was into something that much. Yeah. Like, I really don't ever get into... Like I, like I said, I dabble, and I don't ever... Get get like obsessed with things right well and also um married with children i know i feel like i mentioned the same podcast but it's the people i interact with on a regular basis yeah married with children uh made their profile picture a picture of me um from facebook and it was uh let me let me pull this up real quick also uh, those and i'll show it to you those memes that uh they made and the picture of Mark like getting excited about the girl getting pushed off the bridge. <laughs> it was funny. His face. Uh, no, that was the memes. They they're hilarious. I do want to bring that up too at some point. Um, but anyways, just read the name of his team name. He's in the listener league um, with uh, the Juice in the Morning and Polly Sleepers listener league that we'll be drafting for Wednesday and do it on Facebook Live. But check that out. It's a picture of me getting ready to go out at, like I'm at a pregame. Jersey Shore Rejects. And the name of the team is Jersey Shore Rejects. Oh, man. That's great. And I'm wearing a... Cut off. A cut off. A Corona <clears throat> Corona light cut off. He probably got that shirt for free somewhere. Definitely did. Um, with a wife beater under it. And yeah, then a yeah. red... Uh, I think I almost... I'm almost positive that that was a red um, uh, Pabst PBR... <laughs> Snapback. How many beers can I wear? And then I had on my Miller Lite sandals. And... I think I had oh sandals God. on that had the little like bottle openers on oh them at the, on the bottom of them. Well. And then um, at the same time, my old shitty tattoo that I got covered up. And I'm wearing aviator sunglasses. And I'm wearing one of those necklaces that like you'd wear on the beach. Like a puka necklace? It's not puka, but it was like braided. Like uh... I would never wear anything called puka. 
That's, that's <laughs> I knew that that was lame. Yeah. When it was cool. Yeah. Like, <laughs> dude, you have shells on your. I think necklace. a girlfriend bought me one of those on spring break, and I like refused to wear it. Like you, a merman. Like we got or? into a big argument over that the entire time. You some kind of merman <laughs> or uh, merman pop merman? <laughs> <laughs> what are you, some kind of naked fish? <laughs> um. But yeah, well, we'll see. But yeah, so he, um, so he made that and I was wearing basketball shorts. Like I was getting ready to go out to the bar, like black basketball shorts, blue Corona cutoff, red hat, (laughs) aviator sunglasses, sandals. God, good, good, good find on the picture. We've come a long way. Um, But yeah, so we were, we were talking about the fantasy football. Also, we need to talk about, I don't know exactly what happened, but what's this thing with like the Liberty, the boss hogs yeah. of Liberty. Yeah. They were talking so, some smack. I hear. So they basically told us that, uh, uh, Jesse got his start on the boss hogs of Liberty, which Jesse responded and said that actually he got his start on the, we are libertarians podcast. Yeah. So I'll let you, uh, let me, let me pull it up and, uh, you can kind of give some background on what they were, what they were talking about. Okay. Uh, I think it's on the Juice in the Morning page. Let me look here. I've got stuff pinned to the top. Maybe not. Fuck. Anyways. <laughs> um, anyways, the Boss Hogs of Liberty kind of went back and forth, but they also did a schedule with me for September... Ninth, they're going to come on this podcast. Oh, nice! So we're going to we're going to hash it out a little bit. Um, they say they said that they were the uh, the, the west, the east central yeah. Indiana, the east central Indiana champs on Facebook, but we're both still losing to the the Turkey of Newcastle Facebook page. Yeah, I found it. So it just says Mark put pod beef hashtag pod beef. You put got some work to do. Where do you even find all of this? Oh yeah, it like puts us in a rating. Yeah, because there's a rate ranking of like um, likes and like all your other stuff that's going on your interactions. Isn't Boss and Hog and, and the Newcastle thing all out in that they, area? Yeah, they made the they made the turkey page. I'm pretty sure. Oh okay, because there was like a wild turkey that was like attacking uh, cars as they drove by on Newcastle, like on Newcastle Highway. Yeah, and then we are libertarians said quit cyberbullying and still both losing to a turkey. <laughs> <laughs> and then. Um, Jesse said, "JR got his start here." What you saying t- about you know quoting it yeah. and saying, "Um, negative." I got my start on "We Are Libertarians" years and years ago, and then Chris Spangle said, "Are am I am willing to make a trade, Juice?" I, I was like, "I don't know who he's wanting to trade for. Is he wanting to trade for you?" I don't know. He, I mean, does he want you on his show? Uh, probably not. <laughs> uh, like, I don't think either one of us would be uh, what they want for the uh, no, political he, he side of more, We Are Libertarians. He has more political knowledge in his fucking pinky finger, pinky finger than I have in you know your entire all. body. Yeah, yeah, much. <laughs> um, he, and I love that you said just can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> and then if you have a used washing machine, we can offer up Danny Morell. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Um, yeah. I, do, I do have a used washing machine. <laughs> if anyone, I, I've got two that I'm currently using, so I can't give them <laughs> you up have for two washing machines. Oh yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, okay, I, I actually have a. You have, used a, dryer, you have a spare one, a used dryer and washer, nice. so we could just start selling things on this show. <laughs> if anybody needs a used washer that you have to actually 
turn the knob a little farther to keep it going once it gets to a certain point i got you i've you got it i got a dvd player because uh jen and i have reached the the peak of the lower middle class mountain you keep saying lower middle class i think you're middle class i would say we're lower middle class i don't know uh, i know how much you make <laughs> no um we 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 uh, are at the point now where we have a tv in every room if you're lower middle class i'm poor <laughs> Well, they said, I think, didn't they say that if you, if your household makes less than a certain amount, I think you're still considered like, yeah, I mean, I look like, I don't know, like I have, I live in a cool house. Mm -hmm. I like your house. And I have a car that works. Yeah. And you're not poor. And I, I, uh, I'm able to take care of a three-year-old. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's about all I got going for me though. But I, I just like to joke about that because one day I would like to be upper class one day, but I don't, I don't think that's ever going to happen. I don't know, man. I, I think I ha- I think I make too many dumb decisions to get to the upper class. Yeah, but the good thing is that you've made it to a point where you're comfortable. Yeah, and, somewhat. And <laughs> I mean, you don't have to worry. Right. Like I can't pay my bills. Like yeah. at least those worries are yeah. gone. They're at least at least they're in the back of my mind. And you know, we still we still argue because Jen's like, you spend money on all this A, B, and C. Because what started our argument about money was the fact that I'm going to be joining a fantasy football league that's a hundred dollars to buy in yeah so there's 12 teams so if you pay a hundred bucks every person 12 that's twelve hundred dollars so um you know that's a good amount of money that i could win at the end if i win it's an investment yeah there is something to be said about having separate bank accounts cause well that's what literally we were in that argument and then i just told her i was like you know what monday i'm going to the bank and i'm opening a checking account that I'm going to put 10% of my check into every week or every time I get paid. Yeah. And you're going to do the same thing because then we won't be able to, we won't have these arguments as much because we'll have our own money. And if you don't have anything in that and you're trying to do something, you're fucked. Like that's your fault. And like, we can be nice to each other and lend each other money from those accounts if we want. But at the same time, you can't, that's where things get a little, I was like, at the same time, you can't get mad if the person says no. Yeah. Because they're saving that for something. Yeah. Because I really want to get those headsets that have the like mic that come out. Yeah. And then we can get rid of these or at least put them over there. And, and I can be like walking around the room if I want. And we can talk with our hands a lot more and we're not going to smack yeah. the microphone. I'm not much of a hand talker, but <laughs> I could start out and see if I can. Well, that's one funny thing too. Now that just like set me on another thought process. My mom and I were talking the other day because she and I do talk with our hands a lot. So yeah. like when we're out at the bar or something like that, I'm notorious for knocking drinks over because of talking with my hands and like knocking somebody's beer bottle over because that's the other thing. Why do we have things always so close to it, to ourselves when we're, when we're at a Cause you need place like that because you need to because i'm gonna knock it over yeah i do the same thing that feeling <laughs> of your heart dropping when you knock something over in front of a bunch of people and they're like party foul i'm like god fuck you who still it's the says, worst who still says party foul i don't think i've heard that in a really long time somebody did that to me not too long ago i can't remember the actual situation but i was like sober and knocked over the beer and then everyone's like oh shane's drunk i'm like i just got here <laughs> i don't think so what about um like, cause you've been a server before. What about when somebody drops something at a restaurant and it feels like every single person in the restaurant looks at you? Or when people fucking clap. <laughs> oh my God, get out of here. That is the biggest pet peeve when people like start clapping when people drop shit. Yeah, that's, uh, it's funny because it's like, that happens every day, all day that something gets dropped. So then why is this such a huge deal when we actually see it? I've been lucky enough to, 
when I, I mean, I only work at the, the restaurant one day a week now, but when I was working there a lot, I didn't drop stuff very often. I, I one of my first weeks working as a server, I spilled the whole tray of drinks on a table, like just the whole thing. Wow. It was like, like so it was like four. Shitty. Actually, they were actually really nice about it. Oh, that's cool. Which I was like very lucky because they could have been really shitty. You know what people do at my work that really, really sucks is they'll break glass and it'll go into the ice. Oh, and then and you then have to empty the whole empty thing. empty the entire ice thing out in the middle of a busy-ass shift. That's got to be the worst. Yeah, and then you have to put your hand in there and try to find the, the glass, glass at the bottom after oh, you've... Oh, God. Yeah. That's just an injury waiting to happen. Yeah. <clears throat> so um, what have you been go- having going on lately? Besides work and school, what about the? Uh, That's it. <laughs> what about the, what about the uh, Lytle fight? Uh, yeah, I mean, I actually was. He's taking, a hometown guy. I was Indiana. Taking, I was taking a dump this morning yep. and happened to catch that guy that he was fighting. Didn't really seem to bring much to the table except uh, a willingness to get punched in the face. A really bad attitude, or I don't know. He just seemed like a guy I wouldn't like. Right. Like when he was getting his eye fixed and he was saying like, it's not even bleeding. It's not even bleeding. Like just calm Oh, down. I wasn't listening. Oh. So was that what he was saying? He just kept saying like, it's not even, it's not even in my eyes. It's not even in my eyes. I'm like, dude, just let the people clean your eye and then get back to, he just seemed kind of like, a and then you get know, back to getting punched in the face. Yeah. Some more. And then Chris Lytle was just kind of calm and collected and just doing his thing. You could yeah. definitely see the level of experience and fighting between yeah. both of them. Because with that guy, he was always kind of retreating. <laughs> Whereas Lytle was like always like attacking, but also had that front like, and I know nothing about fighting. This is just all like from what I saw in the video and he had his like front foot like planted, but would back up and, but still have his front, like his feet planted. Like he could still throw a punch from yeah. where the other guy kind of just like, it looked like his legs were kind of all over the place. Yeah. Well, you don't, is that a big deal? What you don't realize is like, and like, I don't like, I don't even know that much about this, but I know that it's very important is that when boxing and or kickboxing, your feet work is like super duper important and yeah. how you transition around the mat and that kind of stuff and how you move. If you move like side to side as a you know, front and forward, there's a specific way to do all of that. Right. And you're always supposed to be up on like the ball, like the balls of your feet. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, 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 the front. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Yeah. So like my, the guy that used to teach kickboxing at my class that he used to walk, walk around with, um, uh, tennis balls in his shoes so oh, that he wow. would get used to walking on the tops of his feet. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, he could have gotten those, like, you remember those shoes that were like jump trainers where they had those <laughs> yeah. big floppy things yeah. on the front of the foot? Dude, there's been so many shoes that were just like, <laughs> like Dude, ridiculous. That I remember were. seeing like commercials and stuff for those and saying like, you'd be dunking in three weeks if you wear these shoes. And like, basically they'd be like, just walk around and you're basically walking That's on really your toes a really bold statement. Yeah. It would be dunking. Like you're like five foot nine is like the guy like on the cover of the magazine. I don't think there's too much difference between five nine and six one Ooh, in basketball and dunking there is i don't know because like the, there was dudes that i knew that were like shorter than me that could touch the rim and the backboard yeah and then i mean i could touch like the backboard and the rim barely <laughs> but i think i had kind of had ups for a white kid when i was well <clears throat> so you're how tall uh, like six five, foot, five eleven, uh, five eleven and a half. So I want to say six foot so hard, but deep down inside, I just so I was I I'm six one and about the little middle, maybe a little over six one. Yeah. Or when I got measured in high school without my shoes, flat footed, barefoot, um, I was six foot and three quarters. So I wasn't even six one, but with shoes on, I'm pretty much six one. Anyways, I was able to dunk in high school and was like pretty yeah. good at it. That's so, crazy. Uh, On a 10 foot goal. Yeah. Damn. And, um, but what's crazy about it is, is it took me forever to get to that 
point because my hands are small smaller. So like when I go to palm a basketball, yeah. like it takes a lot of strength for me to palm a basketball. Yeah. Whereas some people I feel like can just do it like no big deal. Yeah. Like I had to work on it, like to work, build up the hand strength yeah. while I was in high school. So one, a, I had to build up my hand strength to be able to hold on to the ball. So actually what was funny was two-handed dunks were easier for me because I could jump up with both hands and put it in. But it was harder because you had to jump higher to get the two-hand yeah. dunks in. And if you do it with one hand, you have to kind of keep your hand behind the ball perfectly because yeah. if you don't... You're going to miss. If you don't have the grip, you know yeah. what I mean? So. And you're going to let go of the ball. Like I've thrown it off the back of the rim tons of times yeah. because well, of trying to, to do to that. To say that at one point you could dunk is probably pretty cool. In my it was, book. it was cool. I can still grab the rim now and hold on with both hands. Um, but I've got a really bad, uh, numb leg over here. So it's a lot harder. Numb leg. Yeah. From getting shot. I've told oh, you yeah. that. Um, and my nerves are just not as good. So when I'm jumping, I'm pretty much jumping off of one leg pretty much. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> but, um, I, I still love basketball. I'm just not any good at it anymore. I've I can't never... shoot. I, I mean, I can shoot in like uh like pig horse situations like mm -hmm. that like I can do but like Same. if I'm playing in like a game I'm sucky. Yeah, I travel and um what's the other one? Uh double dribble. Double dribble and tr and travel. That's my <laughs> I used to love the like hand motion for double dribble because <laughs> I just picture somebody actually dribbling a basketball like yeah. that. But uh <clears throat> I've never really been good at basketball. I've been decent at pretty much everything. I like soccer, right. baseball, uh football. I've always been pretty decent at those, but something about basketball yeah. and all the dribbling of the balls <laughs> just doesn't work for me. But yeah, so in that fight though, like when you're when you're fighting bare knuckle, like to me watching that, it just seemed like a couple of guys just like fighting it out in the bar yeah. with, without going to the ground, I guess. Because a lot of the times those fights end up on the ground. Yeah. So I don't know the rules of whatever yeah, the I don't know if because he kept getting knocked down and then they would just stop let him back so up because I think, I think nothing can go to the ground. I guess it's like boxing. Yeah, bare knuckle boxing. Yeah, but I didn't. I just didn't know that there's no. I didn't like. I just saw. I just saw the video randomly yeah. and, and watched it. But I don't know. I've never even heard of that. Honestly, I mean, I've heard of bare knuckle fighting, but I've never heard, didn't know there was like a league or whatever for it. Um, bare bare knuckle boxing. Uh, hold on, let me look this up real quick. Legally sanctioned card in Wyoming. So this is the. This was in Wyoming. So. Was it in Wyoming last night? Do you know? I uh, don't know. Okay. Like I said, I just saw it while I was taking poop this morning and thought it was... This was this was in June, actually. Mm. Let me look up uh, Bare Knuckle Boxing. Chris. You can hear the mower in the background. <laughs> Somebody mowing grass. Bare Knuckle FC2, Chris Lytle says, body shots and bare knuckle feel like stabbing. Damn, <laughs> that's intense. I saw him get a lot of body shots. The guy kept trying to like um, put him in like a headlock from the front. Like and holding? He, and he kept just hitting him in the side yeah. a bunch of times. That probably felt like horrible. People don't realize how bad getting hit in the side sucks. Um, Chris Lytle stops Drew Lipton in one round. Lytle ended his seven-year retirement from combat sports Saturday and needed only 78 seconds to stop Lipton in his bare-knuckle fighting championship debut. Little Lytle, who ended his UFC career with a submission victory over Dan Hardy in 2011, decided to give bare-knuckle fighting a chance. If his performance against Lipton was an indicator, the 43-year-old could have a successful second career in the bare-knuckle fighting championship. 
that's crazy that he's 43 i wonder how much they get paid probably not much i could imagine because it's literally the second one they've ever had oh. the second like um he's probably sponsored doing it just for the fact that he misses fighting when that okay so Lytle wasted little time <clears throat> going after the overmatch Lipton and used his skill as a professional boxer to set up his power shots. It wouldn't take long for Lipton to get into or to step into his wheelhouse. Lytle landed a huge overhand right. I remember seeing that that cut his face first. Cut the, uh, first the canvas Lipton rose, but had suffered a nasty cut over his eyes. When the action resumed, Lytle and Lipton engaged in a wild exchange that brought the, that's when he had him in like the headlock, but like he was trying to punch him in the head. Um, Lytle clobbered him with a right hand and put him back on the canvas. And then he knocked him down like three times. He knocked him down three times. And the third time, I don't think he got up. Mm-mm. He just did the, I'm good. He did the hand wave. But that's crazy. Like, I mean, is that any, do you think that's any more uh, vicious than UFC? No, I don't think there's honestly much difference between that little bit of padding that's in between. I mean, there's people out there that might disagree, but I don't think like I think like I told you earlier, Joe Rogan pretty much believes that there should they shouldn't have to wear gloves, right? Because um, there's what if it's like because what's think, the di- okay, do you think it should be like does he think it should be a rule where you can wear gloves if you want or you don't have to? I think or do you think he wants it to be like no. across the board no gloves? At I all? just think he thinks it's stupid to wear gloves because the fact that you can completely kick someone in the side of the face with your bare shin, <laughs> yeah. but you can't punch them with your bare hand yeah. is kind of stupid. Yeah, that is kind of dumb. Now that you think about it, yeah, that's funny. The impact of a kick and the person's shin is way worse. Like than the amount of like damage you can deal. Oh yeah, Jesus. Have you ever seen? I mean, I know you have, but like a those fights that end with a like like a high kick to the head. Oh yeah, is the, like. The the John Jones uh, Cormier it's fight. It's like devastating. <laughs> like, and wh- I saw this one the other day and the guy, this guy kept doing dance moves. Yeah. And like, is that the spider guy that we are not spider and maybe spider Silva, the guy that we talked about that um, was it Silva or was it, the, the there's a newer guy now that is doing that a lot because he's like super talented, but he's like always hurt. Oh, I don't know. Uh, Cody Garbrandt did that against um, uh, TJ Dillashaw. Yeah. No, he did it against Dominic Cruz when he beat him and ended up that, I mean, he was dancing and stuff because he knew that he was like in a place where he could do that. But this other fight I saw was not in the UFC. It was just like a, uh, you know, they do like lower. They have like Bellator now. Yeah, but they have like in states, they have like oh, same yeah, yeah. way, same thing that they have here. Like Kokomo. Yeah, yeah. So it was just one of those fights and the guy kept dancing and he did like dance move. And right when he got done doing like the dance move, he just got straight high kick to the face. <laughs> and and his like start, his whole body just like crumpled. No, like, oh, went like stiff. straight and then he just slammed yeah. in the ground. That's so. like when, um, like I said, when John Jones kicked Cormier, like Cormier looked like he didn't know where he was at, like for a good amount of time like he was like, like yeah. looking around it looked like he like literally was like scared like it's he didn't crazy know where he how was. good daniel cormier is and how that he's just fucking everybody up and then there's this one guy <laughs> that he can't that take. he just like you know this is so much better than him right. i think yeah. personally john jones when you watch it yeah you can see it is clearly um so <clears throat> what else uh what else is going on in the world that we've uh been experiencing or seeing i don't know man <laughs> um i've just been uh like i said i mean we both are in that position where we're like i've listened to a lot of podcasts so like i mean i just listened to i've been listening to sword and scale i listened to rogan and um uh, neil degrasse tyson which i love yeah i absolutely dude and what's funny is is neil degrasse tyson like even in the in the podcast was like 
Do you want me to shut up a little bit? I need to stop talking a little bit so that you can respond to what we're talking about. And Joe's just like laughing because Joe's good. Him. Joe's good at just letting those people go because the, he knows that it's better than him like interrupting them. Yeah. Because he, he just goes on a tangent and just talks about stuff and it just blows your mind. It does blow your mind. And then you're just like, what the fuck is he? Like, sometimes it just blows your mind. Like, I can't even wrap my head around what he's talking about. Well, and then the the line that stuck with me is Neil deGrasse Tyson asked um, Joe, he was like, how many can you name off of the top of your head more than five teachers that have made an impact in your life? Like an actual, like you remember something they said, or they were like, you know, a very impactful, like educator to you. And, um, Joe was like, I think I can only think of like one. Yeah. And then Neil deGrasse Tyson, what really stuck with me was Neil deGrasse Tyson had a teacher when he was in college or in high school or something, tell him that, or no, I think this was Rogan. Never mind. Rogan said this. He had a teacher in high school that like said, you really want to make your brain hurt. Just look up. And uh, and think about the fact that it's infinite, like that ever, like what you're looking up into the sky, space, all of that. There's no end to it. Like yeah. it doesn't stop at any point. And he was like, that really stuck with me. And Joe was like, I think I had one teacher, and I can only think of one teacher. Yeah, I had a few that were like, <laughs> but that helpful too. That like like thinking of like things not ending is kind of scary because sure. it just makes you think of like how little and like worthless and. You don't make any difference at all. Mm-mm. Just a speck of dust in the universe. <laughs> I was thinking about that. Like, once again, dude, yesterday was kind of a dark day, but I was like <laughs> sitting there thinking about that. I like, you know, thinking about that at like the, even just the Colts game, I was like looking around at people and I'm like, I wonder if anybody else is thinking the way I am right now, where like none of this matters. You guys are yeah. all just sitting here like, you all got up just like I did. If the, got ready. If the world was just disintegrated, it wouldn't make a fucking difference. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. Like I was sitting there thinking about that, but also having a good time. But that was like in the back of my head. Like I'm just picturing you like going in and out of like, oh my god, this is life is blah blah blah, and then be like, woo, yeah, touchdown. <laughs> and I was too. Yeah. It was so weird, but I had that like dark little like cloud over my head. Um, but like also like you're I'm not the only, everybody has those days where you're just kind of like. It's a, it's a, it's a bunch of different things that come together to make you kind of have like a, like a shitty day. Like, like yeah. you said, the weather. So that's, you wake up and you walk out and it's you look out the window and it's all cloudy and gray and shit. And yeah. then, and then, you know, maybe the first thing that Jen says is like not something <laughs> you particularly like. And then you're like, Oh God, here we go. And then it just kind of goes down and then you, your, your thoughts become, become negative and yeah. then you continue to just like go with that path throughout the day. Well, and another thing that, uh, has been throwing me off for recently is I'm working closer to downtown Indy and the amount of mentally unstable and homeless people that you see it's like startling to me like and it's making me like really not like being downtown like I don't like that I don't like walking down the street and seeing people that look like zombies like literally like stumbling like and like talking to themselves and like walking all like herky jerky like yeah and like I'm like looking over I'm like that if this was like bath salts <laughs> if this was a movie I could probably like put that guy into this movie as a zombie and he would look right at home yeah. in this movie I know what you mean I used to work downtown and there's a lot of strange like one day I was driving downtown and this lady just walked into traffic like just started walking across the street and almost got hit I'm just like and she looked exactly how you were just I cannot imagine how that that, that many people exist like that yeah like 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 because there are people that like will and then 
did, did I already tell, tell about the guy that went into the gas station and didn't have his ID for cigarettes? I think so. Yeah. 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 That's so like that kind of stuff is happening all day, every day downtown. And I do not like being around it. No, I hate it. Cause you feel like you're on like high alert all the time. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't like going down even on East Washington street because I have to feel like I have to be like watching everybody all the time. And I was telling my, uh, my wife and little brother and sister, when we were walking down the street, there was like a, a corner that we had to pass where there was two guys selling, um, towels and like blankets. They were like Colts and like Colts towels, Colts blankets. And the <laughs> And I told Jen and like the, the kids because when I when we walked by them the first well when we walked by them the, the first time nobody said anything to me because I like I was on my phone and I was trying to find her tickets, but on the like walking back, like I would try I was like anytime that happens I try not to make eye contact and not even look at the person, and I feel like I must have some sort of aura or like a look on my face that I'm easy to sell to because I feel like every time I walk by people like that. I'm always the one who gets talked to and they're like, Hey man, you want to buy some, uh, towels or, you know, Colts blankets. And I'm, I like, I just was like, nah. And he's like, come on, man. Are you kidding me? These are good quality. And I'm like, just walking, like trying to get away and like walk faster because I don't want to talk to this person. But that happens to me a lot. Like, I feel like they feel like they can talk to me. The germaphobe in me wants to say that where were those blankets at? Yeah, they, they were draped over like an electrical box. And then you're also like, where are they stored at this man's house? That's probably disgusting. <laughs> yeah. If and, he has a house. Yeah, and or so if they're just like... Like, where did he get them? And then he like people are going to buy those, go home and snuggle up with them <laughs> after they've been draped over, you know, whatever. Yeah. That's just disgusting. Well, and then I think this will gross you out more. Oh, On God. the way to the game, same guy was selling those same towels and blankets, but he was calling them cold, wet towels because it was hot outside. So he was like trying to sell them so that people maybe put them over the back of their neck or something or like wipe their face with it because it was like a cold, cold wet, wet towel. towel. Yeah. Wow. And I was like, Shane would not be in on a cold, wet towel. No. Let alone a regular towel or a, needs to get that or guy a regular a, blanket. Somebody needs to get that guy a car salesman job. <laughs> <laughs> maybe get that APR down to three. Three percent, and then maybe <laughs> yeah. we'll talk. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the, it was. Uh, it's just funny because you see that stuff and like, I and I also like wonder like I even had that like um, introspective thought like am I just a big asshole like that I'm thinking that like know, these people are terrible and I don't want to be around they're it. they're the assholes for getting in your face and trying to sell you shit well not you don't just want. those people but just even just homeless and like mentally unstable uh, people in general like I this sounds bad but I would just prefer not to see it so like if there was some way that we could get rid of it I think I would be okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> like that sounds like you either mean you're trying to get rid of like people being homeless or you're just going to kill all of them or something. I don't know which one <laughs> round them up and put them somewhere, which <laughs> homeless Island. Yeah. They can live on trash Island. That that's sounds, in the middle of the ocean. It sounds really bad. Some of them I don't have, I don't really feel bad for because they're not trying. And then others have like mental illnesses and stuff that's obviously, and they have no one. Yeah. And so it's just like, there's different parts of it where I feel definitely feel for some homeless people. Cause they're just like, like a lot of them are mentally ill or veterans or something like that. Right. Or people like, I just see the dude without no any legs in a wheelchair. Like that's, could you imagine being homeless, not having anything, and then ha and then having no legs? Yeah, and being in a fucking wheelchair downtown and trying to figure out life. Can I can I make a little bit of an argument about that? Because I actually interacted with a jackass that had no legs and was in a wheelchair <laughs> because he came into the place of business that I work at. Yeah, and, and basically requested service, and I told him that we could not serve him because of 
certain, you know, rules and things that, that affected him because he didn't have the right level of what he needed. Yeah. And, um, so basically I had to turn him away and he was an asshole about it. Mm. And he's like, my God, and like just yelling at me. And I'm like, I really have no way of changing this. This is just the rule. Yeah. Like you're just enforcing the rules. You're not like, I always tell people when I'm saying he sat outside of our building and yelled and complained about it to everybody that walked in. And then also he had one of his other homeless friends come in. I think to try to do the same thing and see if they got through. And I said, once again, no, we are not able to do this, blah, blah, blah. So it's just, it's frustrating because I don't know. Can you, can you still like, is it impossible to still have a good attitude when you're (laughs) homeless and have no legs? Probably. Uh It's probably hard to have a good attitude. It's probably really hard, but still, yeah. Please have a good attitude. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't be a dickhead to me because I'm enforcing rules that I can't control. Yeah. Well, you didn't do that to him. Yeah. So, and then, oh my God, I just get, I can't get over the, there is like, like I said, there's a homeless shelter right across the street from where I work. Yeah. So we see this all day long. And so then what was funny about this situation is he kind of like rolled his way across the road to the other place where he was at. And I saw like through the window when I was like working on emails on my computer, I saw through the window, he was like play fighting with like his friend. And it was really, really funny because like he was like, he would roll up at the guy and the guy would like kind of dodge like back and forth. And they were like literally play fighting. I was like, you guys are fine. You were literally just trying to get one over on me coming into coming in here. Yeah. So it was just, it was, it's kind of like, it's very entertaining and it creates a lot of, uh, wildness that I see on a regular basis, but also I would prefer not to see it. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, like I said, I I don't want, you know, to come off as sounding like, uh, I guess, what is it? Not tolerant, but I'm not very tolerant. Yeah. So it's just one of those things. I think a a lot of people feel that way, but don't want to say, yeah. Like what is the, what then somebody was like my little sister, I think my little brother was talking about it. And my little sister was like, so what's the solution? Cause my little sister's kind of like me. And I was like, actually, honestly, I don't know what the solution is. Cause I was actually talking about what we were talking about with them yesterday. And I was like, I don't really know what the solution is. Like you hear about, you know, California and places that are more liberal are building like, um, affordable housing for people or like not affordable housing, basically free housing for people. But then those turn into shitholes and then lower the property value of everybody around them and like kind of ruin the lives of the people around them. Yeah. So then that doesn't sound like a very good option. Mm -mm. Um, Anytime that I've ever seen in my, in my history or in my knowledge, anytime anything is given out to people, it just kind of gets wasted or taken advantage of or destroyed mm-hmm. or just made shitty. Like Obama phones. Just something like for, yeah. Cause I, I mean, I've told the story of the guy that was um, at BioLife where I used to work. He was talking on his phone and he had $200 worth of food stamps that he was like talking on his Obama phone to somebody saying he would sell them the food stamps for a hundred dollars cash. And I thought that seems shady. So I asked my boss and my boss is like, Oh yeah, we have a number that you can call. And it's basically like the, uh, people that are like the administrators of the food stamps and like they'll get in trouble for that. And so we called and gave them the information. And then that person got in trouble for selling their, selling their food stamps. But that's what's crazy is that guy that was doing that was talking on the Obama phone. Plus, he had an iPhone that was also sitting in his lap that Mm -hmm. was also 
working. And then he also had the $200 in the, in the food stamps that was, and he was trying to get cash for it while donating, getting more cash from us donating his plasma. Yeah. So it's just a wild world, wild, wild world that we live in. Yep. That's for sure. And I don't know. I just feel, I feel like I want things to be a certain way, but I just don't think they're going to be, and I'm just going to have to deal and enjoy what I enjoy what I have. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. But uh, we're we're at an hour. Let's let's get out of here. Cut it out. Yeah, let's cut get it out. out. Here. I've got to get ready for. Uh, I've done zero research for fantasy football this year. You should probably like, get on that. It's going to be bad. I think. <laughs> like I'm going to do. Like I'm going to pay a hundred dollars to be in a league, and I'm basically Ooh. just probably just giving them a hundred dollars. Yeah, you'll be all right. No, I typically do pretty well when I don't do any research because then I don't like overthink things. Yeah. Um, but once again, this show is brought to you by Heffernan's Home Services. You know, if you want a any kind of like uh, stuff done at your house, just Google them, hit them up, tell them that uh, Juice in the Morning sent you so you can get 10% off any of your services. The dude's always working, so it's not like uh, it's not like he's a terrible business. Nope. Like, I mean, I see him on Snapchat always working. Yep. So if you want good work done, I see it done every day, mm-hmm. hit him up. Yeah, and if you want to know what the work looks like, follow him on follow Facebook. Follow him Snapchat, yeah. Instagram, Facebook. I have videos of him doing all kinds of stuff. So. Yeah. So I think I actually might get hit him up because um, we need to get our house cleaned off. We got all kinds of spiders. It's cool. a ridiculous thing. But um, anyways, thank you for listening, guys. I think it was a good episode. We, I think we just caught up. It felt good to do this. Like, yeah, it, it feels good to kind of not have a plan and just go into it and just chat because some of those are our favorite episodes. I agree. Um, <clears throat> make sure you share with friends share with family um some of the listeners that we've gotten recently that have been commenting on the facebook just literally came because somebody was like hey listen to this so it works keep doing it um i apologize that i haven't been as like marketing it as much and putting it out there as much i've just been really busy with work same same with shane i think once the winter time hits i think things will calm down a little bit and i think we'll be able to provide more more stuff more uh content for you guys but once again thanks for listening Hope yeah. the hope the juice was worth the squeeze. Yep. Have a good weekend, guys. Boom.